The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן בעדם אמן. דף סמ"א, ביוסף בן שרה. אברהם בן אסתר, רוח השם תניחם בגן עדן אמן, רפואה שלמה, משה בן דינה שרה רוחמה, בת רחב ושרה בת רחל, אין נא רפאנה להם רפואת הנפש, רפואת הגוף ואתם כל הבנות וכן ינוסו ורמל אמן. בגין תלי דף על סמך א' עמוד לישון, and we are three lines down from the top of the עמוד. We are discussing a case in the משנה of a situation where a fellow not potentially, but actually has to shave four times in one, uh, one procedure, for example, which means the guy was a Nazir, and uh, he was a Safek Mitzorah, as well as a Safek Tamimit. Uh, so we learned a case where he has to shave uh, after 30 days, after 60 days, after 90 days, and after 120 days, in order to alleviate the uh, Safek of each uh, situation. One of the sefikot we said, uh, the third shave actually, was to alleviate the sefik that maybe he's a nazir tameh. Now we know a nazir tameh has to shave his head before he starts the nazir tahor. It's like a regular case. A regular guy's a nazir, a nazir tahor, he gets tameh. So what happens? He loses his days. He has to shave and then start, start again. Basically what the Gemara's question is going to be, we know that a mitzvah needs to shave with a... Razor, that already we learned. Okay, Tar. <coughs> we also learned that a regular Nazir shaves with a razor. The question is, does the shaving of a Nazir Tameh, what's, what's, what's that purpose? Is the purpose of the Nazir Tameh just to get his hair off so he can start the Nizirut again? Now that's the purpose, just to get it off so he can start it again for the Nazir Taor. I don't care how he takes it off. You can take it off with a depilatory. Or do you say no? Maybe it's a mitzvah to do it. With the tar. So that's really the question of the Gemara. It's asking it in the context of our case, of the four shavings, but it doesn't have to ask it, the Rosh says, in that context. It can ask it in its regular context. What's the status of a Nazir Tamir when you're telling him that he has to shave his hair? Does it need a tar? Or can it be shaven in any way? The way the Gemara asks it is like this. These four shavings that you're talking about. Mishum Mitzvah. Are they all mitzvah, meaning you have to do it with a ta'ar? Or mishum abure se'ar, tum'ah. Or it's just to take off the hair of tum'ah. Which means when you reset the nizirut, you got to get the, you know, the tum'ah hair off, so to speak, and start again. So the Gemara says, What's enough coming up? It's a mitzvah, or it's just to get the hair off. Well, la'avure bin asha. Or to take it off with a depilatory. 
Built always like a, a cream of some sort that they put it on the uh, hair, and like the woman uses, and it gets the, the hair off. So the Gemara says, "Nafka will be uh, if you want to use it to build story." So if you tell me it's a mitzvah to do this shaving, so la'avure b'nashalo, so therefore the pillow is no good, you got to use a razor. Now, if you just say it's just to get the hair off, the tumah hair off, so even if he anoints himself with this nashab, this the pillow will be enough. So he says, my, what's the deen? Amar ravat ha-shema. It's coming, this is from the language, u'migaleach arba tiglachoyot. It says in the Mishnah, he shaves four Times now, from the fact that it says four times, it puts all the four shavings together. Now we know three out of the four are with a razor. From the fact that it bunched all the four together, even the tumah shaving must be that they all have the same din. Arba teglahayot. So he goes Which is if you're just telling me what. That it's just to get the hair off so you can start to count again. So even three teglachot would be enough. The four are all equal. And therefore it's a mitzvah. And therefore we're learning a deen over here now. The deen is the nazir. Take a regular case. Don't confuse it. Regular case of a nazir. He became tamer. When he shaves that hair, that shaving is a mitzvah. And it must be also done with a... Ta'ar. Okay, so it's like a regular shaving. It's not merely to get the tumah hair off to start over again. It's also a inyan to shave the hair in the you know, the way that uh, that we're learning till now. Okay, hadran alach shne nizirim. That ends uh, that pedic, and now we begin the ninth pedic of Masechet Nazir, starting with a mishnah. Hakutim. Okay, kutim are like uh, goyim, we'll call them. That's the way the Mepharesh right away says, Avdeh kuchavim. A goyim, for fact, for these purposes, a kuti is a goy. Basically, what they did was, there was a certain sect of people, they converted, but their conversion really wasn't legitimate. Some say they converted because out of fear. You know, they weren't Lashem Shamaim, so they have a deen of goyim. Hakutim en lahem nizirut. Okay, so a kuti is not connected to the law of Nazirut, which means even if he accepted it upon themselves, right, that any Nazir, there's no deen on them of wine, there's no deen of them of Tum'al Metim, and so on and so forth. And the Gemara is going to explain that they do not bring a Qurban, obviously, for the Nazirut as well. They're not connected to Nazirut at all. Hakutim en laim Nazirut, Nashim va'avadim. However, ladies and avadim, avadim would be Na'evit Kena'ani. Yesh lahem nizirut. Okay, as we learned uh, previously in the Gemariot, a lady can accept upon herself a nizirut. Now we're learning that even in Evit Kira'ani as well. The Gemariot will learn this from Pesukim. Homer banashim ba'abadim. There is one humrah that uh, ladies have over Evit Kira'ani. And what is that? Shehu kofe et avdo. Ve'eno kofe et ishto. Right, which is the man... Uh, the owner can force his uh, slave, but he cannot force his wife. Uh, what does that mean? Which means, uh, which we'll see that the the, the, the law is. Uh, if you want to get the mifarish on the right side where she is, chomed benashim ve'avadim shu kofe avdo she'avid shenoder benazir and avid that let's say accepted nazirut yachol rabol lechufol lishtud biyain. The master can say, I don't want you to accept nazirut. What kind of business is this? Here? I want you to drink wine. So the, the jurisdiction is still on the master. 
אבל אשתו שנדרה בנזיר, אין הוא יכול לחופה. Which means, once already she accepts the zirut, and he hears it. So on the day that he hears it, we know he's able to nullify that. We learned the Masechet Nedarim. But once that day passes, or he kept quiet, and he, and he kept quiet, and he didn't uh, say anything, it's on her. And therefore the husband can't come along and say, I want you to drink wine. No, so therefore, there's a humrah that the lady's nizirut six, Right? However, the, the, the master is able to... Uh, nullify his uh, it doesn't, doesn't sound like there's even a time uh, frame, he's able to force him to drink wine again the Gemara will uh, explain this uh, as we get to it ok, comes the Gemara begins Getane, we learned in the Mishnah Hakutim enahim nizirut tell me, of their kuchavim are not in the parasha of nizirut mina hane mileh Literally, where do we know these words? Of course, we've said many times, anytime it has a minah that's looking for a biblical source. Right? Where are these words? Meaning, where are these words documented in a source from the Torah? The Torah talks about Ish, the In the Perashah, where it talks about accepting a part of Nezirut, what does the Pasuk say? Good. So B'nai Yisrael, except the part of the Zerud, and not the Goyim. And says, speak to them. So what is Amarta Alehim coming to include? It's coming to include the Avadim. So B'nai Yisrael to exclude of the Kukhavim, Amarta Alehim to include Eved Kena'ani. So the Gemara says, "Lama likra." We're running the pasuk for avadim. Ha amart kol mitzvah sheisha hayevet ba eved hayav ba. We have a law. Basically, an eved kenahani is connected to all mitzvot that ladies are connected to. You have to have a status in in uh, in mitzvot like a lady. So we said ladies already are hayavot in nizirut, uh, meaning nizirut is by them. So for nizirut is by them. So avet kenahani, we should just follow the regular. We need a special inclusion. To come and include Evit Kanaani. The Chawara just learned it from uh, the ladies. Here's a little different. The Amar Kira, it says by the law of Nedarim, Le'esor Isar Al Nafsho. When a person makes a Nedar, what does he do? He's binding himself. Le'esor Isar, right? He uh, binds himself with an Isur on himself, Al Nafsho. Now the implication of the word Nafsho sounds like somebody in his own jurisdiction. Nafsho, his. Himself, somebody that has himself, right? That himself belongs to him. Bemishin of Shokinuyano, right? And somebody that his nefesh is owned to him. Yatsa Ebed She'en Nafsho Kinuyano. So I would have thought that that's coming to exclude an Ebed Kenani that he doesn't have jurisdiction over himself. His jurisdiction is by his master, right? Ve'oil ve'en Nafsho Kinuyano. So since already, Elikabene Darim. Now we know, remember we went to Masech Nedarim, that all the laws of Nedarim and Nezirut we compared to each other because the word Neder and Lehazir were written in the same Pasuk. So I would have thought that since by Nedarim, it says Nafsho, right? And Tzvashva Davka, a person that's in his jurisdiction, can only be Osir himself. So I would have said the same thing. Ema Geben no, I was maybe by Nazir the same thing. That what? That only somebody that is in his own jurisdiction can make a Nezirut on himself. That's why it says Kamash Ma'alam, that's why the Pasuk Va'amarta Alehim. To come and tell me why? No, even an Eved Kanaani is in the parasha of 
Nezirut. Good, which you would have thought otherwise because of the derasha of Le'esor Isar al-Nafsho. Is included in the of Nizirut. Okay, comes the Gemara and says, Now look at the Tosafot. Look at the Tosafot. The Ovdei Kukhavim, Enlaim Nizirut. Hello, Bish'an Nedarim, Dinam Ki Yisrael. Kedekhtiv Ish Ish, the Rabot Ovdei Kukhavim, Shinodrim Nedarim, the Rabot Ki Yisrael. So the question of the Gemara is, when it asked by Goyim, hey, how do you know Goyim are not in the parasha of uh, Nazir? There's a reason to think that they should be in. Because what is a Nazirut? Nazirut is a form of Nedir. It's a guy accepting one of a Nedir. And after the Nedir, you have to bring a certain uh, Kurban on. Mm-hmm. Now we know the Goyim are connected to Kurban. Because they're allowed to bring Nedarim and Nedavot. So there's a logic to think. So why should they be in the parasha of uh, Nizirut as well? Basically, what Nizirut is just a form of a neder. They should be able to bring korbanot, and uh, that the Gemara answer was on the way of Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Yisrael, Nizirut, and not uh, Goyim. Okay, Amar Mor. Now the Gemara goes back to that, and I'm going to analyze it. So we had a statement: the Bnei Yisrael. So how do we learn the Bnei Yisrael velo the ovde kochavim? Good. <coughs> so the Gemara questions. Are you giving me a, a clown now? That any time we have a perashah that says the word Bnei Yisrael, it's coming to exclude Goyim? Is that the rule now? But what about by the law of Eirchim? Now let's review outside. What does the law of Eirchim mean? <coughs> the Torah comes along and says that a pers- every person has a certain value uh, that's prescribed by the Torah based on his gender and based on his age. And the Torah tells us that a person is able to say Erki Alai. Erki Alai means he wants to donate his worth as prescribed by the Torah to the Bet HaMikdash. So the Gebra says, on the law of Erki, the Khtib, the Ber El Bene Yisrael. Oh, it says also over there, the Ber El Bene Yisrael. Okay? Actually, the full Pasuk is, Vamarta Adem Ishki Yafri Neder Be'erkecha Nefashot Lashem. Vetanya, we learned, Bnei Yisrael Ma'arichin. It's a Jewish thing. Jews are able to do the law of Erechin, Ve'en Avdeh Kukhavim Ma'arichin. But a Goy can't do that. Which is, if a Goy comes along and says, Erechi Alai, my word is on me, it's nothing. En Avdeh Kukhavim Ma'arichin. However, Yachol, Lo Yuni Erechin. Do you think that they can't be assessed? Which means, how far are they removed? Are they removed to the extent that, let's say, a Jew comes along and says, and that's the guy's a goy. That's also not going to work. We can a Jew accept upon himself an Eirich of a goy's value to give it to the Bethlehemdash? Tamud Omar, Ish. So it comes to him, we learn Ish. So the Ish comes to include that no, the Goyim are connected. They're connected at least to Gabe, a Jew that he can accept upon himself the Eirich of a goy. So what do you see? That it says the word B'nai Israel to exclude them uh, partially. But the word ish comes and includes them partially. So say the same thing by Nazir. Because by Nazir it also says the Ben Bnei Israel, And it also says the word ish. Ish o isha ki yafnil nedel nazil azil Hashem. So they will maybe say like this. The Ben Bnei Israel might come and teach us that, yeah, Bnei Israel make Nazirut with the Korban at the end of the procedure. But Goyim, no. Right? But the Ish comes and tells me, but they're still connected to Nizirut, the Gabe, Tum'ah, and Yayin. Which means, 
How do you know to tell me that they're excluded in totality? Who says they're excluded in totality? You see, by Erchin, they said the word Bnei Israel, but the Goim are still connected to Erchin, not like by themselves. If they want to say Erchi Alai, it doesn't go, but for a Jew to say Erchi Goi Peloni Alai, it works. So even though it's Bnei Israel, they're connected. So say something like that, and then the Zirut. But maybe they're not connected to Nizrut for Korban, but maybe they're connected to Nizrut for, uh, for, for his Tumanyai, and the words are the same. The Bnei Israel Ish. Exclude them from Bnei Israel and include them from Ish. Let's read that in. Um, let's read that in the uh, Tosafot. Tosafot Vehaga Be'Erchin Dichtiv Bnei Israel Betanya Bnei Semarichin Lomar Erki Alai. Right? Or Erech Peloni Alai. The end of the Kirim Ma'arichin. Right? They cannot do Erech. Avki no dream the Darim in the Davot Kisrael. Okay, even though they're allowed to make the Darim in the Davot, but they don't do Erechin. Yachol, lo yu ni'erechin. Imamari Yisrael Erech ovet Kirim Alai. If the Jew says Erech of this goes on me, Tabu Domar Ish. Okay, that's the setup. The Vahachanameka ben Nazir Nema. The Ahani mi'utad ben Yisrael. Let the word ben Yisrael lomar. Ben Yisrael no dream of him korban. Why do you do it the same way you did it by Erechin? Which means limit the Goy uh, partially. Don't limit him totally. Based on the same style of Derasham. That's the Gibran's question. Yeah? So comes the Gibran says. Over here is different. Shani Hacha. Nazir is different. Why? The Amar Kera, the Abiv Ul Immo, Lo Yitama. We know a law by Nazirut. What's the law of Nazirut? He cannot be Metame even to his own parents. Right? So the Gibra says, Bimishi Yeshlo Av. Yatsa Ovet Kuchavim She'en Lo Av. You gotta have a father for this law then. Ovet Kuchavim doesn't have a father. Now, we have to understand what that means. Biologically, obviously, he was also born to a father. So what does it mean? That an to be a nazir, you have to have uh, inyan of a father because it says that abiv the most. Somebody has abiv. What does it mean to go and have a father? So Gibran is going to analyze. Gibran says, lemai, <laughs> lemai for what? Oh, maybe it means for inheritance, which means what's the uh, what's the uh, the father? Stam when you hear the word av in halachic understanding, a father means somebody that has the ability to be yorish. That he's able to inherit his assets to his children. So therefore you might think that means when Goy doesn't have a father, meaning there's no inheritance caused by Goyim. Understand? Which is that, that that's why they're excluded. A Goy doesn't have a father, meaning they don't have a law of Yirusha. A Jewish father is Yoresh. But maybe a Goy not, because that, that can't be. Why? That no. A goy does inherit his father. Devar Torah from the Torah. How do you know that? Shneimar ki Yerusha le'Aisav natati etar seir. God says, "I give the descendants of Aisav the Yerusha. What's the Yerusha? Har seir, right? The seir mountains, Edom. But how do they get it? Yerusha. So you see, Aisav was Yoresh's children, and went and so on and so forth. So therefore, you can't tell me." That a goy doesn't have a father 
Le'anyan Yerusha. There is Yerusha also by the Gwima. So then what's the, you know, back to the question, why, 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 why the Gwima are not connected to the Zirud? So the Gemara says, Ela b'mishim muzhar al kibud abiv. It means a father, Le'anyan, the Mizav, kabed et abich avet imecha. Jews are bound by kabed et abich avet imecha. They have the Nyan of kabed et abicha. But a Goy, he does that. Which is a father means, when you see father, father means somebody that's in the parasha of Kibudav. Mashiach and a Goy is not in the parasha of Kibudav. The Torah says, La'abifu limon, lo yitama. Bimishi yeshlo av lechabed. The Goy endo av lechabed. So the Gemara says, Mi ketiv kabed abicha, yaben azir. So what are you talking about? We, 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 all it says is La'abif. How do you know that word La'abif now is talking about a, a, a father that is respected. Don't say kibud avim. Don't say that law by nizirut. Uh, Meaning that you're reading into it. Now, Tosfot has a side question over here. Tosfot asks, uh, when, when, when we were assuming that a father means a father for Yerusha, we didn't ask. Uh, does it say Yerusha over here? Because as I explained earlier, a father is synonymous with Yerusha. That's that's not taken out of context. That's shot of a father. A father is a Yurish. So that's not considered going out of the uh, context of the Pasuk. But now you tell me, Bemishesh to Av in the Perisaf Kibud Av. Come on, that's a stretch. That's a, when you see when you see stam the word Av, that's not the thing that you, uh, that, you, that, you that you think of. So we're back to the question. How do you know by the Ovet Kuchavim that there's no such thing as Nizirut? So the Gemara says, Right, very good. A goy doesn't have tum'ah, meaning if a goy touches a mitt, he doesn't become an avatum'ah in order to be tame adam vekirim. An adam, avatum'ah is be adam vekirim. A goy doesn't have that tumah. So this is the abib or the mo lo yitama. Somebody that is in the subject of tumah. Mashiach a goy doesn't have the subject of tumah. Therefore, it's not the subject of nizirut. Very good. So comes again. Moran says, hold it. Minalan deletlu tumah. You got to establish that. How do you know a goy is not in the perashah of tumah? How do you know if a goy touches a mit that he doesn't have tumah? Where do we know this from? Again, you could just assume this on your own, but these things have to be proven from uh, Pesukim. You can't just say, oh, we know it. We already know it from. So the Yabara says, Damar kera, we have a Pesuk. Ve'ish asher yitma, ve'lo yitchata, ve'nechleta ha'nefeshayim mitoch ha'kahal. This is a Pesuk talking about somebody Hashem goes into the Beit HaMikdash when he's Tameh. Right? You can't be contacted with a corpse. So the Torah says, if he goes into the enter the Beit HaMikdash, so that's be at Mikdash, but he gets karet. So the Pasuk's language is, Now, kahal is the congregation. Now, if you remember, we looked at Masechet Yevamot, uh, we discussed, are gerim considered kahal? Right? Kahal gerim. Ikri kahal, or not ikri kahal. Jeez, this word kahal is only used by Klai Yisrael, by Jews. So the Gemara says, Bemish yeshto kahal. Somebody that's can be called the congregation, yeah. congregation of Israel. However, Yatzazish in the kahal, he's not considered the kahal. Like kahal is a Jewish uh, terminology. Oh, so very good. So who has tumah? Somebody that's considered in the kahal. Mashiachim the goyz out of the kahal is no tumah. So that's the initial derasha. Yeah. So comes Gemara and says, Mimai, who told you? Dilma karetu delo mehayev, aval etmuye mitamu. Yeah, maybe they're not in the parasha of Tum'ah to get karet, if they went into the Beit HaMikdash. But maybe, 
to get Tameh, they're in. Mm-hmm. All you can see in this Pasuk is that you got to be in the Kahal to be subject of the Lord, be at Mikdash Tum'ah. Mm-hmm. Right? But maybe to receive Tum'ah on themselves, maybe they get. That's mm-hmm. what's, 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 again, what's your, uh, what's your ayah? Right? Okay, this is my paraduma. What does it say? The Tahor guy sprinkles on the Tameh guy. Right? Okay, which means somebody that's in the parasha of Tahora is subject to the law of Tum'ah. But if you're not in the parasha of Tahara, so you're not in the parasha of Tum'ah. So like, these two things uh, go together. Okay, which means a goy is not in the parasha of Hazza'ah. Right? Goy doesn't have paraduma and sprinkled on him. Nor does a goy have to go to Mikveh. So since he's not in the subject of Tahara, he's not in the subject of Tum'ah either. Okay? So comes the Gemara and says, hold it. Ve'ema tahara hu delo havyale. Tum'ah havyale. Which means, again, back to that same question, which means, maybe Tum'ah they have, and tahara which means, how do you know that these things are uh, linked? So comes the Gemara and says, Amar kera ataka, tell you from another pasuk. Ve'ish asher yitma velo yitata, which means like this. This ve'hizah tahara latameh, is not really extra. That's the point. Which means, I really need that pasuk to doresh something else. So you, how do you know that you could doresh from that pasuk? If that's your only source, I could use it for something else, that pasuk. Back to the question, how do you know that the goy that's not subject to tahara is not subject to tumah? If your only proof is ve'izat you gotta go somewhere else. So like, that, that, that pasuk is midrash. For other, for other Indianim, like we learned in Masechet Yomah. So comes the Gebran and says, you know where it's from really? Ve'ish, Amar Kera, Ve'ish asher yitma'a ve'lo yitchata. Now, the Pasuk says like this, Ve'ish asher yitma'a ve'lo yitchata. Now, the Pasuk could have said, asher lo yitchata. Which is, if a person becomes tamen, doesn't purify himself. Lo yitchata means he doesn't purify himself. Okay, that's another way of saying uh, to purify himself. The pasuk just could have said, Why does it have to say, We know, obviously, if he's, if he's, if he's if we're talking about purification, we're talking about something that is Tameh. What does the pasuk have to say? Just say, We're talking about a guy that didn't become a pure. Ah, so you know what the pasuk is coming to tell me? The extra is teaching me what? That Tum'ah and Tahara are linked. Right? Yitma, yitchata. Ni shiyeshlo potential to be yitchata, yeshlo tumah. Ni shiyeshlo potential to be mitayer, does not have tumah. So that's the base, and that's an extra pasuk, by the way. That's, we found already an extra word. Once you find the extra word, you're okay for to be doresh. Good? So therefore, let's just review the, the, uh, the, the rasha, how it worked over here. The Beda Bnei Israel. Right? Bnei Israel yeshlem nizirut, vergoim yeshlem nizirut. Oh, what are you talking about? Maybe when it says B'nai Yisrael, it just means they don't have Nizirut to Gabbay Korban. They bring a sacrifice at the end of the Nizirut. But maybe they're still connected to Nizirut to Gabbay Yain and Tum'ah. Because no, they can't be. Why can't be? Because we have a rule. It says, Lo'yitama. 
So it says, we, we, we gave some derashot on that, maybe that bivol devo means uh, like a be yirusha, they do have yirusha. Also, maybe it means like a be kibudah, what does kibudah have to do with uh, nizirut? Oh, and that means somebody that's in the perashah of tum'ah is in the perashah of nizirut, namely Jews. Goyin, they're not in the perashah of tum'ah, therefore they're not in the perashah of nizirut. How do you know they're in the perashah of nizirut? So we made a hekesh really between tum'ah and tahara. Mishyesh no tahara, what does it mean mishyesh no tahara? Somebody's in the subject of getting sprinkled on the third and seventh day. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, Mikveh, Goyim don't do that. So since they don't have Tumah, they don't have, since they don't have Tahara, they don't have Tumah. Where do we know that from? So the Gemara brought a few Pesukim. The Gemara's conclusion, Pesukim, is Ve'ish Asher Yitmah Ve'lo Yitchata Yitmah. is extra, so therefore we learned Eid Derasha. Good. Comes the Gemara continues. Now, we're going to go back to an assumption that we had. Right? So they give us, oh, what do you mean? So we say, what do you mean there's not a father? He doesn't have a father for Yirusha. Oh, so to that, we reject it by saying, well, he is Yiris. A father, a goy is Yiris. Yeah. Now the Gibran is going to re- review that and give a, an understanding to that. How? So comes the Gibran says, Rabacha bar Yaakov amar shani hacha. It's different over here by Nazir. Where does it talk about Yerusha in our Torah? One of the Pesukim that talks about Yerusha talks about a Jewish uh, man that has an Ebed Kena'ani. An Ebed Kena'ani has a status of real estate. To the extent the Torah says, V'etnachaltem otam levnechem acharechem. Just like a father is able to be Yoresh's children or Morish's children assets, mm-hmm. and Evid Kenani is an asset. Mm-hmm. And therefore he's passed over in Yerusha to the kids. Which means that Evid Kenani has a status of Nahala. That's where the Torah talks about the law of Yerusha. Specifically by an Evid Kenani that a Jewish master is Morish to his children. To the Gibra says, Koshi Yeshto Nahala Yeshto Tum'ah. Only somebody that's in the perashah that can be Morish Evit Kanaani to his children. Masha'enken, a, a, a goy, does not. He's not a father, of being Morish Evit Kanaani to his children. Why? Can, can a goy buy an Evit? Absolutely. However, the, 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 um, Transaction of a goy when he buys a Evit Kanani, he doesn't have what's called Kinyana Goof. He doesn't own the the body of the of the goy. And therefore, when the owner dies, he doesn't own the body of the goy to be Morishim to his children. Uh, so therefore, yes, in a certain aspect of Yerusha, the goy is not not involved. What type of av? An av that can be Morishim Evit Kanani to his children. Yatsa goy. Because since he doesn't have Kenyana goof in the Evit Kanani, he's not able to be. Which is, yeah, maybe in other, in, in, in real estate, in an actual uh, property, he is Morish, like we see by Esav. But in a certain aspect of the Evit Kanani Yerusha, which incidentally is the Torah's Yerusha, that's, that's what Torah talks about Yerusha. So in that story, Agoy is not connected. Not that he's not connected to buy Evadim, he can buy Avadim. But he doesn't own the Evid like we own the Evid. When a Jew buys Evid Kanani, he owns him. It's, 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 like, it's like his field. Okay, look at Tosafot. Tosafot says, 
דיבור אמיתי רבא חבר יעקב. ותנחלתם, right? You will bequeath them to your children. ועובד כוכרים אינו מוריש עבדו לבניו. Why? שאין לעובדי כוכבים קניין בגוף העבר. That's a very important point. Even though they could buy. כדי להשאיר בפרק השולח, אתם קונים מהם ולא הם קונים מכם. Which means they can't buy, you can buy from them. But they cannot buy from you. Vero hem konim ze ezeh. Nor can they buy each other. Okay? Im ken kod sheyesho nachala ba'abadim karui abiv. Abi bechla la abiv olimolo yitamam. Vero sheyeno nachala eno bechla tumah. Kolomar bechla abiv olimolo yitamam. So for to be a father, you have to be a father as the ability to be morish abadim kena'anim. Mashegar a goy is not a father that being morish abadim kena'anim. Good. So that Tirashad now is back on the table. Comes to Gibran continues. Good. Gebelah comes along and says like this. <clears throat> we had a question in the Gebelah earlier. The Ben of Ben Israel. Oh, Ben Israel. Velogoin. Oh, yeah? What about Erchin? It says the word Ben Israel by uh, the law of Erchin. And we don't exclude Goyim totally. For example, a goy is in the parasha of Erechin to the extent that if a Jew says, Erech goy alai, you guys got to pay it. Even though it says the word, B'nai Israel. Right? That was one of the questions the Gemara had. Right? On the B'nai Israel derasha. Oh, every time it's the B'nai Israel, it's excluding goyim. Not so. By Erechin, it didn't do that. Also, the Gemara says, Ela Amarava. See, this Gemara is very interesting. It, it, it's, you need to know the introduction to each line over here because it's going back to, you know, it starts with Ela. Now it's going back to writing something that we just said above. Ela Amar Rava. Rava comes along and says, Pishlama Gabbe Erchin. It's okay. It's the Bay Erchin. Shene Emar Bene Israel. Right, it's Bene Israel. So what do I do? It's Bene Israel, Marichin, the end of the Kukhavi Marichin. Right, Bene Israel, they are in the Parashav Erchin, but not a Goy. Yacho Lo Yuni Erchin. Oh, they also cannot be. Ne'erat, when you could a Jew come along and say, Ene goya alai, tamud lomar, ish, ish. Good. What does ish come to say? Include. By Erechim, this is the word ish. That yes, there are in the perashah legabeh a Jew. Right? They can say Erechim alai. However, Haka by Nezirut, B'nai Yisrael, Nozrin, Umevi'im, Korban. Ve'en avdei kukhevim Nozrin, Umevi'im, Korban. Right? Which means, I learned from what? When it says B'nai Yisrael, I learned that the Goy is not in the Parashat Nezirut Legabeh Korban. However, Yachol, Lo Yi'af, Lo Yi'unizim Klal. Maybe you'll think that can be not Mezim at all. Tamud Omar, Ish. Good, that's the way we wanted to be Doresh. We wanted to be Doresh, Nezirut similar to Erechim. To say that partially he's in the Parashat. Not Le'inyan Korban. Korban, we excluded him already from B'nai Yisrael. What is the ish of Nizru coming to say? He's in it like a tumah and yayin. Gebrazes can't say that. Amre, the rabbi said, imishum korban, 
If you think the word Bnei Yisrael was coming to limit him from the Qurban of Nazir, you don't need it. You don't need it from this Dirash. You know why? We have another Pasuk that comes along and says, and I'm going to read you the full Pasuk just so you know it. Ish, ish, mebet Yisrael asher yakrib korbanon lechol nidrehem ulechol nidbotam asher yakribu lehashem leola. Now, it's all about a person bringing a nidre and a daba. It says ish, ish. A guy can bring a nidre and a daba. It's a better than Ish, ish comes to include even goyim. Ish, ish. Even goyim can bring the darim and the dabot. Now, what does it have to say asher yakribu leola? What does it have to mention the, uh, or the word uh, Ola? So the word Ola comes and tells me that what? Prat l'nizirut. So I know already from another dirasha that they're not in the subject of nizirut, of Qurban. From where? From Ola. Oh, so they fight. Your whole style of dirasha is not necessary by nizirut then. You want to say, Qurban. And the Ish is coming to say, they're in it like a bit. No, 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 no. I don't need that. B'nai says, not coming to minimize them from Qurban. The Qurban is minimized already from another Rashaal, Le'ola, Prat, Le'nizirut. And now, what is most B'nai Sayyid coming to say? They're not in the Perashah, Bichlal. By Erchin, I had B'nai Sayyid Ish. B'nai Sayyid Ma'arichin, V'ne'arachin, V'ne'agoy, Ma'arich. Ah, Yachol, Oye, Ne'arach. Tawad Omar Ish. And he can be subject to the Kabir Jew. Oh, so say something by Nizirut? No, 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 I don't need it by Nizirut. Why? Bnei Yisrael is going to tell me Velo goyim bechlal. No, maybe it's coming to tell me they're not in the Qurban. Okay. No, no, Qurban I know from somewhere else already. Mm. That I know from Lechon, Adrehem, Lechon, Adbotam, Asher, Dekribu, Ola. Ola, Prat, Le, Nizirut. Oh, so therefore that, 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 so that did I say is back on the table as well now. That Bnei Yisrael also will work and don't ask me a question from Eirchin. Comes again, but continues... Ema b'nei Yisrael nozrim nizirut olam. Ve'en ha'avdei kuchavim nozrim nizirut olam. Again, I'm trying to work out this pasuk uh, to try to get goyim in the perasha a little. So I'll tell you, so maybe it's the b'nei Yisrael, or b'nei Yisrael, and not goyim. Negebe what? Nizirut olam. Right, that's a guy accepts upon himself nizirut for uh, an extended uh, period uh, of time, right? So maybe I'll say, Jews are in the Perashat Nazir Olam, Masha'enken a, Masha'enken a goy, right? Yacho, lo yu nizirim, you think they can't be nizirim at all? I mean like a 30 day or something like that? Tamud Omar Ish, and that's what Ish is coming to tell me. That what? No, Ish, to include them. So they were, maybe they were only excluded from Korban, I know they're excluded. Right? Okay. Now let's discuss degrees of nizirut, Right? Extensions of Nazirut, mm-hmm. the length of Nazirut. Maybe a goy is only ex- excluded from what? Nazir Olam. But maybe a regular Nazirut from the word Ish, he is included. How do you know? Gemara says, no. Abar Buhanan, mi ketiv Nazir Olam. Where did you come along to with this Hiluk of Nazir Olam? The Pasuk says, the Bedeb Nazir Olam, the Nazirut of it. So you want to come along now to the Pasuk of Nazir Olam, the Jews have, we don't have. From where? You're taking that out of the. Context, okay? Comes to give it says like this. Ema, maybe the Pshah is like this. The Bene Bene Israel, Bene Israel, Bene Israel, Madirim Benehem, Benazir. Veena of Deku Kevin Madirim Benehem, Benazir. Yako lo yunizirim, Tamudomar Ish. Maybe it means like this. 
B'nai Yisrael, what does it mean we're excluding Goyim? Maybe we're excluding Goyim from the law that a Goy cannot madir his son. B'nezirut. But a Jew can. A Jew can go to his son's a katan and make the kid a nazir. So maybe the law of father-son nazirut applies to Jews and doesn't apply to people. And then the word ish is going to come to say, but regular nazirut itself, maybe the Goy is uh, in the uh, subject. Yeah? This law that a father can make a nizirut for his son, that's a halakha la Moshe Messinai. I don't need a pasuk for that. So therefore, B'nai Yisrael, it's got to be talking about regular nizirut. Understand? How do I know that a father, a Jew, can make nizirut for his son? It's halakha Moshe Messinai. So if I don't need that from the word B'nai Yisrael, so therefore, your is not good of it to say, B'nai Israel, father-son, but a goy doesn't have that father-son, uh, or whatever, uh, uh, option. And then the word Isha is going to come to say, but they have regular Nizirut. No, 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 no. B'nai I don't need B'nai Israel for that. B'nai Israel, I don't know that a Jew does it. And not a, not a goy. Oh, so therefore, B'nai Israel must be coming to tell me that the goy is not in Nizirut, Pichlal. You understand the, 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 the mechanics we're trying to do over here? We're trying to use the Dirashah B'nai Israel. And we're trying to keep the goy in the zirut somehow, right? Like 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 And the Gemara is like, no, no. Every time we try to you know learn b'nei Yisrael for this, learn east for that. No, it doesn't uh, doesn't go. So Gemara continues. Emma, maybe I'll tell you like this: b'nei Yisrael megalchin. Maybe b'nei Yisrael has the zirut vaday, and they also have the law of shaving, which means they bring the korban and they have to shave on the zirut avihin. Which means on the nizirut of their uh, father. Which means father declared. No, which means from the money that the father designated for his nizirut, mm-hmm. and then the father died. We learned this uh, case uh, earlier. We have a situation where, let's say, a father accepted upon himself a uh, nizirut. Right, put money on the side, uh, right, for uh, korbanot, things like that. Right, then the father died. So the law is that what that. Um, the son can now make himself nazir and use that money of the father for his korbanot. So maybe that's the Jewish law. B'nai Yisrael have the law of what? Mm-hmm. They could use the father, the money of the dead father to go use it for their korbanot. But what? Maybe all it means is that the goy cannot use his father's money that was designated uh, for the for the for the nazirut. Right? Now you're going to ask me a question. So what are you talking about? Didn't we just say the Goy doesn't mean Korban? What do we say? Ola, Prat, Lenizirut. So what about what Korban is over? Using the Father's money for what? I thought you said that out of the Perashah of... No, we said the Ola, Prat, Lenizirut. So that's a question brought down by the Shittam Mekubetzit. Right, which means, he says, if I just had the word Ola, I would not have uh, minimized them from the Qurban. Only if I'm going to have two dirashot, I'm going to have the Ola dirasha and another dirasha of um, B'nai Yisrael. In a combination of both dirashot, I'll remove them from the Qurban. If it was just one dirasha of Ola, I would not have exempted them, which means, the Gibra is going to say that they're exempt from, from because the B'nai Yisrael and it says the Ola. Once I have two dirashot, B'nai Yisrael is going to say that they're not in the perashah of the Zirut, Bikhlal, and Ola is coming to tell me Qurban. But if I just had Ola alone, I would not have learned it. 
Perat Nezirut. I would have said, no, maybe the Goy is in the Perasha. And Bnei is coming to say that he can't use his father's money. Right? But a Jew can. Oh, so comes the Gebaran says, Yaakov, lo Yunusim. I would have maybe they cannot be Nazir at all. Tamud Amar Ish. Good, so they're back in the game. They're back in the game at least for Nezirut. Comes the Gebaran says, no. Ha'itmana Maribu'an halakahi benazir. Back to the Bi'an's rule. This law of using the father's money is a halakha mashim shinai. And therefore, I don't need a pasuk to tell me that the goy is minimized. It's halakha mashim shinai, everybody tells me that. That a Jew can use the father's money if he died, but a goy not. So therefore, what? B'nai Yisrael must be teaching me what? That a goy is not in the perashah nezirut bechlam. I mean, will teach me. No korban. Oh, but maybe they're in the perashah. B'nai Yisrael velo goyim. Baruch Adonai. Amen, amen. Just uh, one... Uh, correction on that I think I skipped four words that was in the line of reasoning of the Gemara when the Gemara said that the reason why a Goy is not in the subject of Nizirut is because he's not in the subject of Yerusha what do you mean Yerusha? he's not in the subject that a Goy cannot be Morish a Evit Kenani to his uh, children Torah says by a Jew you can which means a Jew can be a Goy cannot as we explained they don't have Kenyana Goof because they don't own the, the Goof of the Goy so the Gemara says if that's the case and, and since they, they're not in the parish of Yerusha so therefore uh, they're not uh, they're, it's not considered a father father means somebody that can be Morish a Goy cannot be Morish and everything can eat his child so therefore he's not in the parish of Nezirut so the Gemara says if that's the case in everything can eat as well Evid Kanani, let's say somebody gives him a, uh, uh, an Evid. Normally, whatever you give an Evid Kanani belongs to the master. So, how could you give him anything that belongs to him? So, you're giving something to him, I mean, not that his master has no, has no rights to it. Then, then, then he owns it. But he cannot bequeath that Evid Kanani to his uh, son as well. So, therefore, seemingly that Evid Kanani also should not be in the parasha of Nizirut. And we know from the Mishnah it's not so. Evid Kanani does have the ability to make Nizirut. So, for that line of reasoning, is, uh, is knocked out.